Hallelujah. So I had begun talking to you and telling you this year the Lord said to us, we are continuing in what last year was a time for revival. It's time for it's time for revival. And the revival happens on three levels. On how many levels? On three levels. The personal level, the corporate level, and the community level. All right? But it can never be community, corporate, and then it comes into personal. It starts with a personal revival. And a personal revival is when you yourself... One individual catches a fire, and another individual catches a fire, and another individual catches a fire. And then, before we realize it, the whole church has caught a what? A fire is on fire, and those who are not on fire are fired up by those who are on fire. I am one of those men that have determined that I will be on fire. I remember one time I was, I, as I was still at campus, fiery. Yes? I was fiery. And I am still fiery. Praise the Lord. I'm still on what? Fire. But a certain man approached me after a service where the fire of God had come down and I was speaking passionately. And then one man came to me and said, you know, Alex, even us, when we were on campus, we were like, we we're on fire like you. I looked at him. I said, what happened? I didn't tell him that, eh? but it was in my head. I said, what happened to you? Because he was cold. He wasn't on fire. So I determined in my head, in my mind, that even when I become as old as you are, I will still be on fire. Let me tell you, if you think I am on fire, you come and find me five years from now. You will think this was nothing. Hallelujah. And I am believing God that I will, I will not be alone. Dennis will also be on fire. Judith will be on fire. Martha will be on fire. Lillian will be on fire. Simon will be on fire. Put your name there. Becky, you'll be on fire. Sheena, you'll be on fire. Jackie, you'll be on fire. I'll be on fire. Because there is something, there is an ingredient that puts us on fire. It's the fuel for this fire. It's called the gospel of Christ. Hallelujah. This gospel can never lose its fire if a man really catches it. Let me tell you, this time, the, the days of today, I am high, tomorrow I am low, I'm in a valley and I'm in a, a, a rooftop. Those days are over. Those days are what? Those days are over. We are going to be in days where we are constantly fired up and the flames are going higher and higher and higher and higher and higher because we are eating and drinking from a certain fountain. Glory be to God. Because for me, when I read my Bible, the Bible tells me that we move from glory to glory and from grace to grace and from faith to faith and from favor to favor. That's how I know that my latter days 
will be more glorious than my former days. Hallelujah. By the way, you are looking at the worst version of myself today. Praise the Lord. Tomorrow and the next day, I keep getting better. It is the same story you will be telling. It is the same story you will be telling. From better to better to better to better as we say here. Glory be to his name. And, and so what, what happens is that uh, a man or a woman must understand the gospel. Every one of us. If, if what I am saying is going to be true of you, if you are going to be a man and a woman on fire for God, it means you must understand, embrace, and begin to express the gospel. You know, I read, it's so funny because these days I am listening to sermons that were preached in 1600s. Do you know there was no recording machine during those days? And yet, the sermons those men preached still are living up to today. <laughs> That's why I know in 3,000 something, when if Jesus so tarries, someone will be listening to these sermons. Makarabo shata. Hallelujah. I am listening to sermons from men in 1800s, in 1600s. Can you imagine? And they begin, this sermon was preached in 1658. Can you imagine? I am telling you, my sermons, if Jesus Sotaris will be listened to by your great, 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 great grandchild, and she'll be saying, that preacher preached to my great, great, great grandfather and great, great, great grandmother. They'll be looking for my biography. Me. Praise the Lord. The same will be of you. There will, they'll be saying there was a generation of men and women that understood this thing and carried a revelation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Have you heard of a person called Malangethen? Hey. Yeah. The name is even hard. But you try. You try. Because of the revelation the man carried. You try. Hey. Have you heard of John Haas? John Haas. Johannes Haas. You don't know them. One day, pretty soon you're going to know them. Because the thing that operated in them is beginning to catch you. It's the gospel of Jesus Christ. Paul says the gospel is the power of God for the salvation of all men. Hallelujah. It is the religion, 
religion is, is bad. And we can't simply be in religion. We must understand the cause for which Jesus died for. And that cause was you and me. To bring us in such fellowship with God. That when they are looking for mercy. Eh, like when they are looking for Edward. When they are looking for Brenda. They can't find you. All they find is Christ. Yes. For I have been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who lives, but Christ lives in me. And the life that I live in the flesh, I live it for the one who died and gave himself for me. However, the gospel is not a function of cerebral engagement. Yeah? Isn't that true? You don't just engage. It's not your brain. It's not just your brain. Not that you dismiss your brain, but it is not just a brain issue. Otherwise, if it was a brain issue, it would have been understood by the wisest men and philosophers only and PhD holders. So I would have an advantage over you. But glory be to God. Because he has not revealed these things to the wise of this world. But even to babes. Because the gospel is not merely uh, 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 understood by the brain. It's revelation that comes to you by the spirit of God. You've got to tie yourself on the Holy Spirit. Until he produces and impregnates you. You know when Jesus, when, when the Bible says, uh, Mary, Mary asked, how will these things be? And he said, the power of the Most High shall overshadow thee and that which is in you shall be called holy. Oh, yes. And, and, and so the, the, the young lady became pregnant by the holy what? The Holy Spirit. And so she was carrying a holy seed. Hallelujah. And, and so that is why this whole year, the, the Spirit of God told us, let it be a year of the Holy Spirit. It's the year of the Holy Spirit. It is the working of the Holy Spirit. Jesus told them, tarry in Jerusalem. Wait in Jerusalem until you have been endued with the power because it must be the promise of the Father that comes upon you. Oh, glory be to his name. Oh, yes. And so they waited. And when they waited, what happened? It was the Holy Spirit that came. And they were all filled. They were what? All filled. They were all what? Filled. They were so filled that the people who had never experienced the Holy Spirit, when they looked at them, they said, these guys could be drunk. And Peter said, no, 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 no. It's just, it's just too early for men to be drunk. This is what was promised by the Father through the prophet Joel. Oh, yes. 
it is what will. In the last days, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. So you realize the qualification for you to receive the spirit is have some flesh. It's, it's not for the skinny. No, even the skinny. You can find, you can use a toothpick to get some what? I used to be very skinny. Yes. Very skinny. I told you, some lady came and told me, you're going to die, eat some food. The wind will blow you one day. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory be to his name. But I am telling you, it is the spirit of God that helps us to get what God is. So let me read you 2 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 2. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 1. Let's go. And I, brethren, when I came to you, did not come with excellence of speech or of wisdom, declaring to you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you except Christ Jesus and him crucified. I came to you. When I came to you, I did not come with excellence of speech. Did not come with excellence of speech. Now, there's debate over what Paul is saying here because some feel like Paul is saying, I did not know how to talk. And so it feels like Paul knew how to write very well, but did not know how to talk very well. And then there's others who are saying, ah, not really. He probably wasn't simply referring to just the style of his speech. And he was really just saying, it's not the speech that mattered. It's not the eloquence and the excellence. Even though I could demonstrate excellency and eloquence because I one time went to the asparagus, asparagus, yeah? That place where all ideas would come and I silenced all of them when I spoke to the Greek philosophers. I, I could quote, uh, but when Felix spoke, when I spoke before Felix, the man was mesmerizing. He's like, oh, Paul, you almost convert me. Oh, yes. So, probably he could put on some oratory skills. And yet he's saying, it's not that which really mattered. It's not the weight of the words that I, I, I could have carried to you that mattered. The, the thing is, whether you speak with simple language or whether you speak with the high philosophical Queen Elizabethan uh, Cambridge University English, that's not what really matters. At the end of the day, you must be declaring certain wisdom that is not the wisdom of this world, nor can be communicated through excellence of your speech. And so when I came to you, that's not what I came to you with, declaring to you the testimony of God. For I determined to know, not to know anything among you except this one thing. Jesus Christ and him crucified so which begs a question for you my friend 
Paul seems to be obsessed about Jesus and him crucified. Now, my question is this. You ask yourself, does this thing, this sentence really, this phrase, Jesus and him crucified, is it something that actually really moves things inside you? Is it something that stirs up your most holy emotions? Oh, is it just like a phrase there, uh, Jesus Christ and him crucified? Any man that has an encounter with Jesus, all of a sudden, they are obsessed with the cross. They are obsessed with this man, Jesus. And it is that obsession that all of a sudden then uh, produces a certain confidence they walk with. It, uh, it determines the kind of words that they speak. It determines the lifestyle they adopt in life. And you, my friend, must come to a place where Jesus Christ and him crucified is such a trophy to win that let all other things be taken. But if you can remain with the understanding and the revelation, the knowledge of Jesus Christ and him crucified. Did you see what he told the Philippians? Did you see? He said, I want to know him. I want to know him. I want to know him. And this is towards the end of his life. But he is still obsessed with, I want to know him. And the power of his resurrection to be found in him. Even to conform to the fellowship of his sufferings. I want to know him. And so my friends, Jesus and him crucified. Not the Jesus that is sitting on the donkey entering Jerusalem, but him crucified. Not Jesus healing the shriveled hand in the temple and mesmerizing all the onlookers by telling a man, get off your bed and walk. Oh, yes, I like that one. But I must be obsessed by the one on the cross. But the thing is this, am I? Are you? Because then Paul continues and says, I was with you in weakness, in fear, and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom. Now, again, there it is. Where they were not with, is it, is he saying, they were not with persuasive words or is his emphasis on human wisdom? I think it is on human wisdom. Because Paul could give an argument. And yet, it is not the persuasions that is the main important thing. It's the wisdom that he carries. But it is not the human wisdom. You understand? So if you're not carrying human wisdom, there must be a certain other wisdom you carry. That is not human. And he says, my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in the demonstration of the spirit and of power 
that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. And you know that the power of God was demonstrated majorly and mainly at the cross and in the grave. Glory be to his name. And so the apostle continues and says, I did not speak with, with persuasive words of human wisdom. Isn't that what he said? However, we speak wisdom among those who are mature. The wisdom of this world is very brilliant to those who are immature. But to those who are mature, you pretty soon discover that the wisdom of this world is actual foolishness and there is the wisdom of God. And he says, however, we speak wisdom among those who are mature, yet not the wisdom of this age, nor of the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages for our glory. Now, this is what is amazing because you notice that the, the hidden wisdom of God that is hidden in a mystery was actually foreordained for our glory. Oh, let me put it for you simply. God has a plan for your glory. Like, okay, let me talk about me. You, you, you see, me. Yeah? God has a plan that ushers me in, a, in places of glory. Like, I have to have a glorious life according to God's plan. Oh, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. <laughs> plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Hey, the hidden wisdom of God that was hidden, eh, which was ordained before the ages for Alex's glory. My life is glorious. My life must be glorious. I have to walk in a glorious life. I am demonstrating a glorious life. I live in glory. So, you must understand that if you forfeit the wisdom we are talking about, you are forfeiting your own glory. And the world, and I'm telling you, an embracing of the wisdom of God in this mystery which was hidden for ages. When you embrace that wisdom, the world will look for you. I am telling you, the world will look for you. Men will want to crowd around you. Rulers will look for you. I am telling you, a time comes when it is the presidents that open doors for you. Yeah. I, I, am, I am telling you, a, a, a time comes when it is the great men that usher you in. I am telling you, he, he said, this wisdom is for your glory. 
So in God's plan and mindset, we talked about the, the spirit of God. The spirit knows what is the mind of the spirit. He does. He knows what is in the mind of the spirit. And, and, and so the mind of God toward us in his kindness and in his mercy, he is also mindful that we are above and not beneath. Oh, may, may I say it as I feel it, that we are heads and not tails. Oh, may I say it, that we are ahead and not behind. I am telling you, I am moving forwards and backward never, 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 because I know who I have believed. I know this is why we contend to be filled with the Spirit. This is why we pray fervently and get drunk. This is why we seek a certain wisdom and a certain understanding because when you come into this understanding, you begin to realize that there is a wisdom you carry that the world cannot contain you. I am telling you, it's the revelation of Jesus and him crucified. You must contend for it. Of all, the Bible says, in all your getting, get understanding because wisdom is the principal thing and Christ has become our wisdom. Do you understand what I'm talking about? And so Paul tells us, we speak wisdom, the wisdom of God in a mystery, the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages. Do you see yourself in that text? For our what? God has a plan for my glory. Can you imagine that? Oh, can you imagine that? You, you may, I don't know if you have, you've ever has sat down there and had a plan for me. So me, me I've, I've had some plans for you people, but I don't think you've ever had, I don't know if you have ever had some plans for me. Uh, it's all right though, because God has a plan for my glory. Hallelujah. And, and so sometimes even your plans are inferior to God's plan. You, you plan that I will have a, a, a whatever, an ML, but God plans that I have a jet. So, so things like that. Like it's always higher glory. Higher, higher glory. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory be to his name. His plans are for my glory. But pretty soon you will turn around and you will realize I am shining. I am shining because there is a certain glory that oh, before I formed you in your mother's womb and before you were born, I ordained you to be a prophet to the nations. Therefore, do not say you are a child. Do not say you are young. Haven't I sent you? Haven't I called you? Hey! This is why you should know this thing. You should know that you cannot settle for a cheap Christian life that is just there, there, without you fully understanding this wisdom that God has for you. You must, because look, look, look what is happening to Paul. He is saying, God revealed a certain wisdom, and I, we speak 
We speak this wisdom. We speak this wisdom. We speak this wisdom. We speak. Can you speak what you do not know? He, he knows it. He knows it. And he says, we speak this wisdom. We speak the wisdom of God. Hey! The hidden. Look, it is hidden, but we speak it. Which means it is not hidden to us. There are some people to whom it is hidden. <laughs> but to us, it is not hidden. It is a revealed wisdom. It is not hidden. It is... Look, none of the rulers of this age knew. For us, we are speaking it. We are speaking it because it is, it is hidden. The rulers of this age, none of them knew this wisdom. Because if they had known it, hey, they would never have crucified the Lord of glory. You understand? If the if the devil had known this thing, he would have just left Jesus alone and said, you know what, Mzee, aren't you came? Thank you for coming. Die of old age. In fact, don't even die. You be there. You, you stay. 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 Just, just, I won't bother you. Don't bother. If, in, even if you bother me, I will not bother you. I, I, just be there. Praise the Lord. Have you, have you ever gone to a, 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 a family and they have a kid that is just uh, naughty, nonsensical. The kid is pulling your hair. If it was your kid, you'd have just slapped it. But now you are like, you, 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 you even smile, smile. But inside you are, you are like, if, uh, if, uh, if. Uh, but uh, anyway, anyway, it's okay. I even the mama said, okay, no, mama, I'm you live there. Okay, no, 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 it's, it's okay. You're like, it's okay, it's okay. But the truth is, it's not okay. Hey, it's not okay. The devil, if the devil had understood, he would be like, you are bothering me, but, but, okay, 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 you are bothering me, but, uh, okay, okay. But he did not know. So for him, he just, and that is like, uh, uh, uh. Now, let your foolishness show you what my wisdom is. Because the one you have crucified is the Lord of glory. <laughs> and unless a seed goes down in the ground, it remaineth alone. But when it gets down, it becomes a multitude. It gives birth. Glory be to God. He said, this is the Lord of glory. You catch, you touch him, we multiply glory on this earth. Touch him and see how we multiply glory in this world. Touch him and see how and he dared to touch the Lord of and so now I get to access the same glory, the same glory, the same glory, the same glory. I get to access Makarabo Sataya. I get to access the same glory. I get to access. 
You know, if the rulers of this age had known, they would never have crucified. Maybe he would have drowned him in, in, in River Jordan. And you're getting baptized. Let's leave you there. <laughs> but he was, he did not know. Which tells you, first of all, it's a dangerous place for you to not know this particular wisdom. The wisdom of Christ and him crucified. Hey, the, the wisdom of Christ and him crucified and you don't know, you must know it. You must know it. It is the wisdom. It is the hidden wisdom of God which was ordained for our glory. Christ was crucified for our glory. There's a reason why he's hanging on the cross. It is not for himself. Come on, someone. That is why the scriptures say, but it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor has it entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those that love him. But God has revealed them to us through his Look at this. But it is written. Let's read it together. Uh -huh. Yes. I has not seen the ear has had no uh, the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him but God has revealed them to us through his spirit why for the spirit searches all things yes that deep this is why you must be obsessed by, you must, you must, you must have a, a, a thing with the Holy Spirit. Yeah? Because like I told you, the eyes are not the ones that show you this thing. No, 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 no. The, the ears are not the ones that give you access to this thing. You, your heart will deceive you. It's not your mind that will get this thing. Hey, but the Spirit of God can open you up to this thing. The Spirit of God can open. This thing must be revealed. It must be revealed. It must be revealed. And it is revealed by the Spirit of God. For what man knows the things of a man except the Spirit of a man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. Just as you sit there and all the while me, I think you are paying close attention. And inside your head you may be saying... He's shouting a lot. <laughs> eh. Musumba, Musumba has, has, has lost weight. The hands are no longer. Like, like, you may, you, you, that's, that's what may be. Yeah, me, I'm thinking you, you are in the spirit. Yeah, but you, you may be having different things going on. Some of you may be thinking of Sunday big lunch. Because on Sunday we are going to have a big lunch. You are wondering whether there will be chicken or, or pork or what. Glory be to God. Who knows what is going on in the, 
heart of a man except the spirit of... You, you know. You, you, you know. You, you know what has been going on. Hallelujah. So, some of you may be sitting here, but you're thinking of your children at home. You're wondering if they actually came back from school or... Yeah. The things... Yes, did they leave the sweater behind? Did they bring it back home? It was raining in the morning. And that's all. We are talking about deep things of God. Deep things of God. You, you are on shallow things of this world. Fire in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And he says, for what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man? which is in him, in the same way, eh? in the same way, even so, no one knows what the things of God are except the spirit of God. Now look at the next verse because it gets even better. Verses 12, he says, uh-huh, now, uh-huh, we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit from God that we may know the things that have been freely given to us by Come on! Come on! Come on! Have you received the spirit of God have you received the spirit of God have you received the spirit of God we have not received the spirit of the world no 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 you have received the spirit from God that you may know the things that have been freely given to us by God. Oh, Shalaba. I pray that when you live here, you don't forget these words. Because I don't want you to just pray out of a mere excitement. These are the things that even, you see, you, people, you wonder, how are we able to sustain three hours of prayer? It is out of these revelations. And it is sometimes out of the inconsistencies you see. You know, Lord, I was meant for glory. I am meant for glory. But what, where I stand, it's not what I am seeing. But I know that I'm meant for glory. And I cannot settle for where I am when you designed a place for me. You designed something for me. And it is that refusal to settle for anything less than glory that causes us to groan vehemently and fervently before the throne of God. You understand that. And so, you have received the Spirit. You understand? You have received the Spirit. Oh, 
any man that has the spirit of God in him has great 